Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Snap Out of It Radio Network. Hear all our great shows across the world. Join our community at snapoutofitradionetwork.com. So wake up, stand up, and snap out of it. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi, I'm Mel, and welcome to another Empowered Love radio show. So this radio show is going to be a really, really good one. It's a little bit of an extension of last week. And thank you, everybody, for uh, putting your comments and your questions on the blog to Roseanne. That was absolutely incredible how wonderful Roseanne was with her comments and how supportive she was and supplementary to your healing and understanding that she was. She did a fantastic job. And what's been fantastic is since that show is that there's been so many people in the community, the New Life community, that have been hanging back and thinking, oh, you know, do I do this in a journey? Do I go with NARP? Do I really look at it? Do I start the work? And many people since Roseanne's show and her blog and her replies have done that and made that step. I have had so many emails from people that on NARP are asking me questions, which is fantastic because that's exactly what Roseanne did. And also people so grateful and so happy because they're already getting shifts. It's only a few days and they're like, I get it now. I really understand this. And they're getting massive changes on an inner level and an outer level. Really, really understanding that they are vibrational creators. And once we really take that responsibility to work at an inner level, everything starts changing. First of all, how we feel starts changing. And then when how we feel starts changing, the outer starts responding to that accordingly. Now, this radio show is an extension of all of that, of what we were talking about uh, through Roseanne's show and through that blog. And it's called Your Breakdowns Are Your Breakthroughs. Now, this radio show is a deeper look at emotional pain. And this show is, why do we have emotional pain? What's its purpose? What's it about? How can we recognize these times of emotional pain and use them to our greatest growth and evolution potential? Now, we all know we don't necessarily like emotional pain because it hurts and it's disruptive. And it can affect every single area of our life. However, how can we align with the true knowing that emotional breakdowns do all contain spectacular emotional breakthroughs within them? And that's what this show is about. It is really a must-listen-to show because I know it's going to help you a lot. Now, what I'm noticing in my life experience at the moment personally, within the New Life community and the Empowered Love and Life community, and also people that I know in my life, is that really big things are happening. Now, big things have been happening for the last couple of years. Significantly, last year was huge for so many people. It was really, really interesting at the um, Sydney Olympics, how they had the big lips, and the metaphor behind that was, kiss this goodness, this, this, oh my God, this awful year, let's kiss it goodbye because it's been so tough for so many people. But what this time is really about and what I'm saying is that all sorts of things are breaking apart, they're breaking down, relationships have been ending, things in people's lives that haven't been working or haven't been really congruent or authentic for them are all cracking apart. Now what's this about? Maybe you've been witnessing the same thing. I'm also noticing as a healer that there are people in droves saying, I just cannot keep going like this anymore. I can't live my life like this anymore. I can't feel like this anymore. 
I hear that all the time. I've been hearing it for the last two years and it's getting more and more and more and more. Now, sometimes in my blogs and the replies that I've written, I've touched on in the community my belief that we're all shifting, that we're changing from being in our ego, which is fear and pain, into a true self nature, which is peace, harmony, reverence and oneness with life. And that's what all of my work is about. Now, I've been interested in quantum mechanics and also the deeper metaphysical tools such as good astrology or good numerology or good energy reports for quite some time. Because for quite some time, I'm, I'm quite sensitive to vibration and, I've re- and that's why I work with vibration. But I've been really believing that there is something big going on. Now, with the people that I know throughout the community and also personally that are very good astrologers and etc., etc., now, when they have predicted times of big energy shifts, which is those energy shifts out of egoic living into co-creative consciousness, when they've predicted that, that is the times when I felt it, people I know have felt it, People in the community have felt it. It's when I get the emails. It's when I, all of that just lines up incredibly, incredibly. And we've just had another one which happened three days ago. That was another big shift that happened. Now, the Mayans predicted this thousands and thousands of years ago that the era eras of evolution of the consciousness of mankind, and you can look this up for yourself if you like, Now, what that was about was the last era that we were in was 5,000 years of the Piscean era, which was ego. It was about power. It was about external power. And that's when we've seen a lot of growth, obviously, in mankind. We've seen a lot of forging ahead. We've seen a lot of systems come into place, all sorts of things. Now, the Mayans predicted that right in this time we are at right now precisely is and the fall of that era and the coming in the era of creative, co-creative consciousness, which is internal, authentic, inner being power. It's the learning that we actually are the creative force that is creating our reality. And what this means is the egoic era came from a place of emptiness and fear. It is I don't have. And from I don't have means that I need to get that energy, that from the outside of myself to feel safe, loved and whole. Now, ego is very much about lack. I don't have love. I don't have security. I don't have survival. I don't have resources. I don't have approval. I don't have recognition. I don't have significance. It's all of those things. Now, the shift that we're moving into, well, we're right in, right here, right now. We're right in it. We're in the energy of co-creative consciousness, which is I am all of those things energetically already. I am love. I am survival. I am an immortal, eternal being. I am full. I am connected to source. Source is my provider. I'm connected to my inner being, which is my soul, which is connected to source, and it's my inner provider. And what that means is that I'm coming from a place of plenty, I'm coming from a place of abundance. I already am what I seek to expand into and therefore I'm not in the egoic fear and contraction and pain if I don't have, I'm in the unfolding and the attracting more of who I already am. Now what I believe in this shift time, in this changeover of energetic frequency, is that if we stay in our ego and we're in lack and pain, and what Gary Zukav calls it is the intention of our actions. So, for example, we may be acting in the world that we're full and we feel confident and we feel like we're loved and we're lovable and we're worth loving, but if we actually don't feel it, if we're empty on the inside and we're in pain and we're in lack, it doesn't matter what mask we wear in the outer world we are not going to get the results of anything other than what our actual vibration is. And this is the experiences that so many people in life have been having. Hence why the things in their life that they're not authentically aligned with, so when they're trying the external power seeking in order to feel more more whole and lovable and worthy, 
those things are just smashing apart. They're not holding, they're not working for them anymore. And we're having the experience that time is speeding up. Now, can we believe that it's nearly June? Can we believe that? We said that last year, we said that the year before, but this year, seriously, it's quicker, it's faster. Now, I remember when I was a child, I'm in my 40s, I remember as a child, even a teenager, even maybe my early 20s, when it was seemed like forever to get to Christmas or the next birthday or that holiday, whatever. Now, everything is just flying past like a blur. I really, really challenge you to ask a child. Ask a child if they think time goes fast. Because don't live under the illusion that it's simply because you're getting older that time's getting quicker because that's not it at all. That is so not what is going on here. It's not that at all. So when we really understand that, we can know that there's something really big going on here. And it's a vibrational speeding up. Now, what that speeding up is happening, time on the quantum level in quantum physics, in the in the reality of wave function, is not linear. It's actually vertical. It's all going on right here, right now. There is only ever the moment of now. Now, what's happening is the space between the moments of now is, is going into a wave function and it's becoming instantaneous. Now, co-creative consciousness is all about being aligned with what you want to create. So therefore, if you're in egoic function and you're not actually a match for what you're wanting to create in your life, things aren't going to work for you. They're not going to work. You're going to have to go around and around and around and around the block 20 times and hit your head against a brick wall 20 times and you're still not going to get the results. So it's really forcing us to know who we are, which is not a powerless, egoic, empty being trying to get ourselves from outside of ourselves we're actually an authentic full powerful being and we all are at a soul in a being level the question is not are we or are we not that the question is how aligned are we to that how much are we functioning in that state and how much have we dissolved and let go of our egoic function in order to claim that state because it's our ego that pulls us out of that And it's our ego that keeps us disconnected from that and puts us onto a different frequency where we cannot operate like that. So so for many of us, if not all of us, you may have experienced a real shaking up of your fearful, painful parts. These are the egoic parts of you that can be kicking and thrashing around because we're all going through death of ego. That's it. Now, if we want to keep our ego up at the fore and running our race and our life, it's going to start kicking and thrashing around. It's going to start wanting to do, 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 do to try and fix the emptiness and the pain or it's going to go for medication or out of fixes or substitutes or addictions to try and stop the pain. So you may have realized that there are aspects of your life which are not real So every time we're selling ourselves out, every time we're not aligned with our authentic inner being and we're not listening and we're not being truthful to ourselves and we know it's not right and we continue on regardless because of our lack, because of our fears, such as narcissistic relationships, all of those things are crumbling or have crumbled and have been ripped away from us and they were meant to be and they're meant to go. Because we simply cannot hang on to what is false and keep living a lie anymore. It's not meant to work. And in fact, any part of our life that isn't authentically aligned with who we really are isn't going to work. No matter how much the ego would like to stay stuck in these old ways. So the fear of this vibrational change at a personality ego level can feel like anger. It can feel like terror, hopelessness and extreme powerlessness. And that's what ego is. It is a model of powerlessness. It is not authentic power. And there is nothing that the the love, the security, the survival, the good feelings, the contentment, the expansion, none of that exists in your ego. All of that needs to come from your authentic being. Now, it may feel like rather than making that shift that you're clawing for ways to feel better 
But these old fixes just don't work anymore. Now the truth is, any substitute for your authentic self is not going to work anymore. It's not meant to work anymore because we are all meant to evolve into the consciousness of being authentic, powerful inner beings that are creating life from the inside out. So this is an era of getting real and genuinely and authentically claiming and connecting with your true authentic power. It's only possible for you to evolve if you do stop thrashing around in your ego and you stop and you put your oars in the water instead of trying to paddle furiously to stop the pain and that you embrace yourself and you heal because then you are going to start flowing with life rather than trying to paddle desperately against what your inner being is calling you to do. Within every single one of us is unhealed egoic parts. We're human. We've all come from this 5,000 year age of, of power. So our DNA is very, very about ego. All of our conditioning and our programming has been about ego. And these are the parts of us which are in fear and pain and limiting belief systems about ourselves and life. Excuse me. These are the parts of us that are stuck in limited thinking, lack thinking, poverty thinking, that there's not enough love, there's not enough resources, there's not enough security, there's not enough survival, I don't have enough approval, I don't have enough significance. That's the lack of ego. And our egoic parts are stuck in non-deservedness. I don't deserve the good stuff. I'm not a good person. I'm not worthy. I'm not acceptable. And these are the parts of us which are not connected to loving, accepting and approving of ourselves simply because we exist. And these parts have tried to get these fundaments of ourselves from outside of ourselves. These are the parts which don't feel worthy or full or don't believe that we can be a healthy source to ourselves, fulfilled and unfolding and attracting more of that. Now, these parts hurt. Now, the reason they hurt is because they're not aligned with the truth of who they are. That's why they hurt. Now, not only do they hurt, they also have a really nasty habit of attracting the people and experiences which are a match for these fearful, insecure, painful parts. It is in fact the experiences outside of ourselves which have let us know that deep within ourselves, as a belief system, something is amiss, something isn't aligned. And the more the pain of our life, the greater the unhealed part it's showing up for us. So what happens is when an outer event that's painful and an inner painful unhealed wound collide, there is an eruption of painful emotion and it can feel like a breakdown. Now, what a breakdown actually means is that our ego did not get its own way. That thing on the outside that we wanted to behave, do or perform in a certain way didn't. In effect, what happened is we did not receive the very thing from outside of ourselves that our unhealed part wanted to create as a fix, as a substitute to feel better about itself. I'm going to give you just a really simple example. You feel unlovable on an inner level. Now you go to the person that you wish to love you authentically and they don't. They abandon you, they ignore you, they reject you, they abuse you. They have um, a personality disorder and therefore are unavailable to love you healthily. Now, what this really is, and this is just this example that I'm working with, this is a pattern of you not feeling supported or loved or approved of or worthy by a love partner, by the opposite sex or same sex if if you're in in a gay relationship. And it's an unhealed wound, And it's your unhealed wound. Now what's happened is it's played out as a direct manifestation of that inner belief. And now your unhealed wound that's within you does not get the codependency fix. Somebody fixing it for you outside of you. And it did not get that. 
So rather than taking responsibility and healing the actual wound yourself, your unhealed wound, your ego says, no, I don't want to take responsibility for that. I don't want to face my unhealed wounds and say I'm defective. I actually want somebody else from the outside to come along and to love me and fix it for me. Now, the ego feels shattered when that doesn't happen and absolutely more empty and more unlovable than it did before that event. Now, there's two things that we can choose to do as human beings to work with that painful emotion. We can grab another fix, we can stay unconscious and we can try to get a substitute person to provide love and support because the original one didn't or we can go for shopping or we can go for alcohol or we can go for drugs or we can go for smoking or we can go for antidepressants or we can go for whatever. Something to try and fix it from outside of ourselves or if we're going to be conscious we can go inside and we can set out to and fully intend to heal that original wound within ourselves so that it can forever be sorted instead of having to try to fruitlessly and painfully seek quick fixes, somebody or something else to take responsibility for it to try to offset the pain of this breakdown, of this inevitable breakdown when we've got unhealed wound which means that we're going to manifest the results of the unhealed wound over and over again. And that's never going to stop coming until we become conscious and we start working with it in another way. Now, in the energy frequency shift that we're in, the changing over of energetic consciousness and evolution eras, the old way doesn't work anymore. And even more than ever, it doesn't work anymore. It's not meant to work. So the point to this is, we have to really start understanding what these breakthroughs are sorry these breakdowns are about we have to start listening taking notice and we need to do something about it the great thing about all of our life is our inner being is always always working for us and it loves us and adores us unconditionally and it always wants to take us through to evolution and all the good stuff which means feeling full and knowing that we are love, we are survival, we are security and we can unfold and attract more of that. That's what your inner being is wanting to do for you. So our breakdowns are actually a fantastic thing. So truly you need to start understanding this, that they are a really good thing so that you can embrace this emotional pain in this breakdown time when your ego is not getting its quick fix so that you can use this breakdown experience exactly for the purpose that it was intended to be, which is it's your inner being getting your attention to heal something you need to heal so that you don't have to keep living through the same breakdown experiences time after time after time. Now, I don't know how many people in the NARC Facebook group and people who are doing the NARC program who have at times in their recovery from narcissistic abuse have literally hit the ground in emotional pain. Absolutely. I did as well. In fact, people who have been NARC abused are all doing this, whether or not they're working on their inner selves. And the difference is... Are you going to be a repeat in those episodes or are you going to be working your way through and evolving through those episodes? There's a very, very good simple saying, are you just going to simply go through something or are you going to grow through it? Now, the phenomena that I've seen with narc abuse, because it is intense and it is significant and it's an enormous spiritual lesson, is that if we don't start growing through it, the going through it, can continue on indefinitely. But long, I've seen people 30 years down the track that are still in incredible contraction, fear and pain because they hadn't started growing through the experience. So with narcissistic abuse, there may be times when triggered by something the narcissist has done 
Or it may just be times when there's no contact or nothing going on in particular with a narcissist, but stuff comes up within you and it can feel like an emotional bomb has gone off. It can be highly painful. All of this is a regular part of the recovery journey of narcissistic abuse. Now the deal is, the people who start breaking through their breakdown experiences through to freedom and recovery, like Roseanne in last week's story, was a perfect example of that. Now the reason why they're getting the breakthroughs is they're doing the work on the breakdown times. They go to them on an inner level. They know it's their inner being signaling for something that needs healing. And they go to it so that they can shift this defunct inner story, these defunct inner belief systems of lack and pain and emptiness and and not enough self-love or self-worth, not enough connection, trust to self, etc., etc. So by working on those defunct inner stories, they start coming out the other side into liberated breakthroughs. And truly, when you have the tools to do that and you make that your highest mission in life, to evolve through from pain and fear, the limited egoic self, into your true self operation, which is well-being, love, confidence and an abundance, no longer will you try to avoid the pain or self-avoid through the use of outer fixes. Because if we do that, if we try to ignore or shut off the pain or go for something to distract it or something to shut it up, which is pharmaceuticals, if we do that, we are only doomed to keep repeating the pain and the outer experiences that we're manifesting from our inner egoic fearful state over and over and over and over again. And this is a path that many people feel so frustrated with as a result of narcissistic abuse. They really do scream out, why doesn't the pain stop and why do I go over and over the same obsessions and the pain and the events time and time and time and time again? And why doesn't he or she stop doing the behavior which is hurting me or hurting the people I love? Why does it continue? The reason why it's continuing is because you haven't done the healing and the shift on your inner belief systems which are all a match for this. So unless we realize that each and every one of the breakthroughs is pointing to a matching belief system within yourself that requires your attention, hence why it's hurting so much, then you are not going to make this inner healing adjustment. Now your soul wants you to do this. Your inner being wants you to do this. And your subconscious, your inner being, which your subconscious is what speaks to you, your subconscious is demanding that you make this adjustment. That's why it is screaming at you for your attention. That's what the pain is. Your subconscious speaks to you through sensation, through emotions. And the pain is not going to let up on you until you do make the inner adjustment. You are supposed to evolve. You are not supposed to be living in emptiness and egoic fear and pain. You're not meant to be doing that. None of us are meant to be doing that. We are all supposed to evolve. So how do we evolve? And quite simply, and it is a very, very simple formula, we start turning our breakdowns into breakthroughs. And I'm going to explain to you how you do that. How you do that is when you get hit with those agonizing emotions, when your inner being starts screaming out in pain, as soon as you get some time to yourself, what you need to do is you need to stop. And you know, knowing that this is an inner belief system that's not aligned, that defunct, that is screaming out for your attention. Now, here is a list of don'ts. This is what you don't do. And this is very important. And it's actually the very opposite that human living has taught you. So number one of the don'ts, don't look to the outside to blame the reason for your emotional pain. Number two is don't do anything in the outer world 
while you are in this emotional pain. Because if you're in fear, pain, emptiness, lack, if you're in um, self-loathing, lack of self, any action that you do in the outer world, the result will match that 100%. It can't do anything else. So don't do anything in the outer world before working on your inner vibration first. Otherwise, you are looking at a disaster. You're going to perpetuate where you're at. Number three, don't grab an addiction or a fix to fill the empty gaping hole or the panic that the pain is causing. Number four, don't start mentally beating yourself up for feeling this way. Number five, don't push yourself to ignore the pain with a distraction. Don't put a movie on. Don't just go and see a friend and have a drink. Don't just go out dancing. Don't get on internet dating sites and try to meet people and chat to people. Don't do any of that. Okay, number six is hugely important. All of the points are. Number six is don't go into any story in your head about the pain. And this is what, as you start evolving and becoming conscious, you need to understand. Your cognitive mind, your logical mind is not equipped to deal with with your emotional pain. It isn't. I'm going to give you a really simple example of this. If we were to say, I think angry, I think frustrated, I think lonely, I think abandoned, we sound like a caveman. Okay? We don't think our way out of emotional pain. In fact, what happens when we try to think our way of emotional pain is our brain automatically goes to The outer, our limited cognitive mind is egoic. It's going to look for reasons outside of yourself. It's going to look for justifications, excuses, cognitive resonance, blaming, shaming, all sorts of things. Your logical mind is called blender brain. All it does is make the emotions worse. And you would have had that experience when you were trying to think your way out to find some peace or some... some, um, resolution or some closure all you do is make the pain more intense it doesn't work so okay here is what you need to do to create your breakthrough instead and please know that all of this is going to be on the blog tomorrow so you're going to be able to really really think about it and really start getting these steps as a way of being and operating in your life so number one stop thinking and trying to work out the pain analytically Stop it because you're not going to get anywhere with that and you need to start feeling instead. So this is you've stopped, you're not reacting in the world, you've got time and space to yourself undisturbed. Drop right into the pain, feel into it, go into it. Take your awareness within yourself. Say to yourself, I bless and accept this pain because it's trying to tell me something. I give myself permission to fully be in it. It is safe. Now number two, Ensure you grant yourself love and support whilst feeling into your pain. Know that this is the most vital element of being self-love and self-acceptance to yourself. Now, what is self-love and self-acceptance? I'll give it to you simply. It is the willingness to be with yourself, to partner, rather than self-reject or self-loathe yourself at your most vulnerable and insecure times. That is what self-love is. In a nutshell, number three, when feeling into your pain, allow yourself to be very vulnerable. You are talking to the most scared, fearful, insecure part of yourself. So you need to be loving and you need to allow this part of yourself to be very vulnerable. This is your inner child. Our ego is childish. It is our inner child. And you need to ask yourself, what is this about? What is this really about? And by being really vulnerable and real and open with yourself, really supportive with yourself. So it's like you are being a loving parent with a scared, insecure, broken little child. And you need to trust yourself fully with this. Then you're going to get your answers. 
Your inner being is infinitely intelligent. It holds all of the answers, all of the reasons and every resource you need. That's the part of you that you need to start opening up to. Now, number four, at the very least, get this out. Get your answers out. Process it by writing what this is about so that you can finally realize what is causing the inner pain and the outer painful results in your life. Once you start getting in contact with your inner being and loving and supporting it, and you allow yourself to be open and supportive with your vulnerable parts, you they cease to have power over you. Your emptiness, your fear and your pain is going to cease having its unconscious hold on you. Now, number five, if you have the Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Program or you're on the Quantum Freedom Program, in other words, if you've got the Quantum Freedom Healing MP3 tool, you can shift the pain. By going to it, you can take it to a healing module, you can shift the pain and you're not just going to shift and release the pain cellularly out of your inner being, you're also going to pick up and shift the associated belief systems that are actually causing that pain. And then when you've cleared that space, you can immediately download the new belief systems, the ones that are aligned with your soul and co-creative consciousness and source and your inner being, how your inner being really does see you in life, not the illusions. And you can bring them directly into yourself at a subconscious emotional level. That's where real congruent shifts authentically take place. Now, when you do shift a painful limiting belief, which is an unhealed part, the relief and the rise you get on the other side is equal to the level of pain you felt when the breakdown occurred. So let's say when you have a particular breakdown and it registers as a 10 out of 10, it's agony at a pain level. Now, if you really, really do this process right and you get more and more practiced at it and more and more aware with it and your body becomes, your brain circuitry starts going to this process instead of into the egoic mind, into resistance and contraction and making it worse, you're going to find that the rises that you get out of the other side, the elation, the relief, the freedom, the empowerment is a 10 out of 10. Now, that literally can happen within minutes. And that means no matter what your life looks like now, no matter how much pain in it, no matter how much outer things are happening that are all confirmations and adding to that pain, no matter how bad it is, by doing this inner process of breakdown, breakthrough, you are going to start walking through a gateway into your glorious future. Now, understandably, I'm a huge fan of Breakdown Breakthrough. Absolutely. And I'll share with you how I work with this process and what it's meant for me. I have done a ton of work on my inner being. And the truth of the matter was, I had an enormous amount of limited, fearful beliefs about myself, love, life, men, security, survival, you name it. That's, it's no accident I do the work I do or I found the tool I did because I seriously don't know how I could be evolving without it. I really don't. My head was never going to work through this stuff. And it's so interesting because after having so many limited and fearful beliefs, when I look back at the level of normal that I was living because it was normal for me. It was my normal. However we're all living is our level of normal. Narcissists, it's their level of normal. Okay? It just is. I don't know how I was even living, literally, as that level of normal. Now, of course, that was my level of normal. But now I know how abnormal and unhealthy it was and, of course, how much it wasn't working in my life emotionally on an inner level or the results I was getting from life and how much healthier and normal my life is now. I don't even resemble the person that I was. I have literally rewired 
my brain and my being. It took me two narcissistic abuse experiences to really show me what my unhealed wounds were because I was so unconscious. I was so unaware. And it took that to show me how many fearful, powerless parts of myself were in fact a perfect match for narcissists. Hence why these relationships happened. They were always going to happen. And if it hadn't have been those two narcissists, it would have had to have been another two. They were catalysts. Now we all know the pain of being in narcissistic relationships. And then finally, you have to get strong enough to leave the narcissist and stay out of the relationship. We also know that when leaving a narcissist, the pain gets worse before it gets better. Because the withdrawal from the addiction to the narcissist hits us so hard. So it is a complete and utter illusion that when you leave because you're finally out of the abuse, you're going to feel better. No, you are not. Now, the illusion during this time of withdrawal, because that's when the pain really ramps up, when we finally let go and we start no contact, the illusion is that we're missing the narcissist. And we really love him or her deeply and we can't live without him or her or we can't survive in life or we're never going to have the good stuff without him or her. All of those things, lack and fear and pain and missing. And Now the truth of the matter is the relationship with the narcissist is not aligned with co-creative consciousness or our inner being or the truth of our soul. It is actually not about love, it's about fear. And it's to do with trauma bonding. And the trauma bonding is we have a myriad of unhealed parts within us that are trying to egoically, emptily, painfully get their fix through hooking back to the narcissist. Those parts of us, that egoic, fearful, powerless, hopeless, helpless part says, I need the narcissist to fix this. I can't do this myself. Now, these parts that are screaming out in pain actually really have nothing to do with the narcissist. They are all to do with ourselves. The narcissist was simply the trigger bringing them to our awareness. And that's the truth of the matter. So the sooner we get on to taking responsibility and for healing these unhealed parts, which is what this whole thing happened for, that's what it was all about, the sooner the illusions are broken, the sooner we're free and we start living a version of life we've never previously known. It's more evolved, it's more empowered, it's more full, it's more content, it's more powerful, <clears throat> it's more inspirational, it's more hopeful, it's more loving. Now this level of life that we start moving into is much greater, much greater than the life we had even before the narcissist came into our life. And when we do that, when we do that shift and we make it all about that, then we no longer feel any connection. We feel no fear, we don't feel attraction and we don't feel energy exchange with the narcissist because we're no longer a vibrational match for narcissistic abuse realities, for false self egoic realities because that's what the narcissist is in its fully blown glory. But this takes work. This absolutely takes work. This is not about just reading articles to try to keep your mind straight. This is not just about getting information about narcissists. This is not about cognitive learning. Narcissistic abuse is a make or break experience. We either disintegrate or we integrate. So we either stay in survival, which is very painful, or we move into creation. That's it. It is absolutely that extreme. Those are the choices. So we can claim a far greater, expansive, evolved version of life. We can become creators, or we can live out a severely contracted and fearful life as a result of what happened to us which means staying in survival and staying in contraction and staying in ego. So the total key is about working directly with our breakdown experiences to turn them into breakthroughs, 
knowing every single one of them without exception offers that opportunity because every single one of them without exception is coming up as pain and the pain is all coming from an unhealed part that if we heal it changes our complete brain wiring our inner being and our and our complete life experience and we can know that every single one of these breakdown experiences if we don't work with them they're going to lead us further down into survival and contraction and pain which means that we could give in we could sabotage ourselves we could go backwards instead of forwards we could go back to the narcissist and do it all over again now I know because I've done it and I work with so many people, this is not a journey for the lighthearted. It's not. Okay? It's not a flippant journey. It takes courage. However, the more you do it and you meet and you step up for yourself and you step up to life from the inside out with courage, the easier it gets to do. And then you can even start flowing confidently with breakdown breakthroughs. Now this is my deal. When I work through my breakdown breakthroughs, I am very aware and I'm very conscious and I welcome emotional pain because as soon as it comes up for me or it gets triggered from outside of me, I know, wonderful, I'm going to be able to shift something here and claim more of my true authentic inner being. So what happens is... When I feel the pain as soon as I can and I do make lots of time for myself to honour me, I will sit down, have no distractions, I'll get my tissue box right next to me, which is a signal to me that I have full permission to be vulnerable and that I'm there to support myself and I sit with my journal and my pen and I go into the quantum freedom healing process and I go straight to it open my body up into expansion to feel the pain and to feel it intensely. Now that can bring tears, that can bring a big wave of the pain. I know how vital it is to be vulnerable with myself and I'm not scared of the pain at all. And I fully feel what I'm feeling. I don't avoid it and I love myself completely in that process of asking what is this all about. I have long ago accepted I have defective parts of myself. Absolutely. I'm always going to have defective parts of myself. The difference is now I love them, I go to them, I shift them. And that's where my life has been moving out of disintegration into integration. And when I feel into that pain and I go right into it and I open up into it and expand into it, I ask, what is this about? Now, I've been doing this for a very long time and I do it all the time. And I get the answer very quickly now. It immediately comes up for me. And I know that my what is this all about, it's actually not about another person if somebody triggered it. It's not about he or she. This is me. It's about me. So this is full ownership. Because I know whatever is hurting is my belief. The outer experience or person was simply a trigger showing me what I needed to heal. It's not even about them. It's always about me. Now, sometimes the answer I get is really obvious. Like, oh, of course. Sometimes it blows me away. It's like, oh, my goodness. I had no idea that was there. Because it was something I was not consciously aware of. It was something deep within my subconscious that was so unconscious, I never would have found it if I hadn't gone within. And absolutely nobody outside of me could have guessed it. Because they're not my subconscious. My subconscious has got the answer. So I'm contacting my inner being. My inner being holds all the answers and the truth of me and my vibration. My cognitive mind can be so incredibly limited in granting the true answers. It doesn't know. My egoic mind's got no idea and neither has yours. And this is what you need to understand. And it's our path through to our inner being inwards 
is what is always going to hold the key for us. And it's only by finding this inner defunct belief, being fully willing to feel the pain of it, and by taking full responsibility for it, that we can release it and then it ceases to have power over us anymore. And that's what I fully know for myself. Hence why I absolutely do not sidestep doing this process. This process has what has granted me my life and my reality beyond description. Nothing else has. Now, the pain, of course, can feel extreme. When you, the interesting thing about pain is, is we resist it and that's egoic living. We try to get something from the outside to stop it or we try to get something to shut it up in a, a pharmaceutical or what we do is we try to grab an addiction to burn off the pain. Now, pain never goes away. And the interesting thing is, the more we disown pain, the more it screams at us for our attention because our inner being is saying, you need to change this defunct inner belief system. And I'm not going to stop screaming at you to get your attention. That's what our inner being is always doing for us. Now, we can try as hard, as hard, as hard, as hard, as hard as we can to resist it and shut it up and make it go away and ignore it. But you know what? Eventually, eventually, it's breaking our life down anyway because we're not listening. But eventually, it is going to get our attention. Now, is that going to be on your deathbed or is that going to be today? That's the difference. Now, what happens, the interesting thing about pain is When we actually do stop and we stop running from it and we turn to it and we go inwards to it and we hold it, we embrace it, it doesn't matter how intense the pain feels, it's actually totally bearable and it's actually a relief to hold it and stop running from it and be with it. It's incredibly bearable and I promise you that. And there's a huge part of that when we stop disowning ourselves and when we stopped beating ourselves up for being defective or defunct and knowing that unconditional love to ourselves is loving ourselves and every part of ourselves, warts and all. That's what real love is. Now, we're not going to receive any of that from life until we start doing that for ourselves. So the pain immediately feels better when you go to it. And then you're in that intense pain in a shift. And for me... Energetic releasing is the true way to really work with your subconscious and your inner being. And once you do that shift, it's only minutes, minutes before you get out to the other side and there is a joy and a liberation as if you have given birth. And in fact, when you do that, you're holding a new baby. You're holding a new improved self, one who no longer has that particular limiting belief creating dysfunction in your life. And truly, you know when you've shifted something really powerfully because the obsessive thoughts and the painful emotions and the outer occurrences that trigger you just don't keep happening anymore. It stops. And if stuff still keeps coming up, you know you've got more to go on it. There's something else that's connected to it that you need to go to. So with certain things, you may need to go inwards 10, 20 times and keep shifting and shifting. Other ones will be one and it's done and it's done powerfully and you'll get better and better at it the more you do it with yourself. Now the difference between the times it took me to recover from narcissistic abuse are profound. My first narcissistic abuse experience, three and a half years that recovery took compared to an incredibly short amount of time with my second narcissistic abuse experience completely due to my understanding of breakdowns, breakthroughs and having the tools to do the work on my inner belief systems. The first time around, it took me a long, long time to get the process and to stop avoiding the process. And the reasons that I broke down so horribly, mentally, physically, and it took so much longer to heal the first time around is because I did not understand the breakdown breakthrough experience. And of course the first time round, the breakdowns had to get heavier and harder and harder to get my attention. Second time around, my unhealed wounds had my full attention from day one 
And they had my love and commitment from the very day that I finally realized and accepted I had been having a relationship with an altruistic narcissist. From that moment on, my unhealed parts and breakdowns had my full attention and support. And because of that, and that work that I did so consistently on myself and powerfully on myself, I was not tempted to break no contact once, not for a millisecond, because I was able to release and transform pain very quickly and powerfully and reduce the addiction to becoming non-existent. Now, I knew that every amount of emotional pain I felt, and of course it was intense, was the key that would lead me directly inside to myself to exactly to what I needed to claim, transform and heal. And all I had to do was be prepared to embrace the pain and go to it and use the process. That's all I had to do. It's really quite simple. So this is why outside therapy is not your true answer. Unless the answers that you're getting outside of yourself is teaching you how to go inside yourself because nothing else is going to cut it. You need to learn how to directly embrace yourself and be your own true healer if you want to evolve. And the reason is nobody on the outside, not even me, I don't have your answers. Nobody has your inner being. Nobody has your inner defunct belief system. Nobody has your triggered emotions and nobody has your emotional pain and nobody has your answers. Only you do. That's the truth. So I promise you that if you start getting your head around that your breakdowns are your greatest gifts because they grant you the ability to transform a limiting belief totally. When the pain is immense and it's up and it's energized and it's all-consuming, it's time. This is your inner being saying, this one, this defunct inner belief system, it is time for it to be transformed. That's why it is so obsessively in your consciousness right now. And when you have the tool and the courage and the awareness, and when you want to evolve and you understand what pain is actually all about, truly you start breaking through fast, very fast, very powerfully and, and very definitively. And you're going to start flowing with this process and you're no longer going to fear your breakdowns. You're just going to flow through them and out to the other side. And you bless the breakdowns. Because you know they herald another incredible shift in powerful growth and evolution. And the more you shift, the more conscious, empowered, healthy and expansive and confident and joyous you become. This isn't possible without your breakdowns. It isn't. And then the breakdowns cease to be breakdowns. Your soul knows it has your attention. So the intense times of pain... Start shifting from intense surges of pain to get your attention. Your soul says, and my soul said to me, Melanie, I've got your full attention. I just need to give you messages now. I'm just going to give you some clues and some thoughts and some inspirations that pop in. And I go, oh, that's an interesting one. Let me check that. I'll muscle test that. Oh, I've got that defunct inner belief. Okay, I'm going to go to that and shift it. And then I can feel the pain when I'm in it. But I'm, and, and, which doesn't last long, it only lasts minutes. But I'm certainly not getting hit over the head with a shovel by my inner being as a complete breakdown experience to my inner being to get my attention. None of that's happening anymore. And it doesn't matter if occasionally you need a wake-up call again, if you need something quite powerful to come into your awareness by a painful outer experience mirroring to you what you need to heal, or something coming up from within you. The more you start flowing and accepting these processes, the less and less they get. And even if you get one, it doesn't matter because it's like, okay, cool, I'll just go to this, I'll shift this. Now, the point is though that your journey of evolution is going to become less intense, it's going to become less like a roller coaster and it's going to start flattening out to something that's much healthier and smoother and easier. 
So the more and more pain and fear you transform, the more stuff you open up for the joy and the wonder of life. You have room within you for the good stuff. And you're no longer living in the repeat of when is the pain going to end? When are these horrible things in my life going to end? When am I going to stop having narcissistic relationships? When is he or she going to stop doing to that? Who can I trust? Who can't I trust? All of that pain and that disconnection from yourself and that egoic living and your brain playing blender brain, making more of a mess of things and more emotional pain keeping going for you, all of that stuff. And that blender brain, that is why cognitive therapy is not a great idea because if you are just talking and talking and talking and talking about what happened to you and you're not shifting it out of your subconscious, your inner being, well, then you are just going over and over and over and over and over the same stuff time and time and time and time again, which means peptide addiction, which means more emotional pain, which means that you may have to then go to pharmaceuticals to shut the pain up. Pharmaceuticals pick up where cognitive therapy doesn't stop the pain. And that's not the process to evolve or heal. Okay, so when you actually use the process from an inner being level to become your own healer and know how powerful you are and how incredibly connected you are to an inner being that adores you, that is working for you all the time, you are going to start fast-tracking towards the light at the end of the tunnel. And you actually become the light and you know you are the light. Now, if you go back to blogs such as Rosanna's or you go to other people's blogs, sorry, Roseanne's, and you read comments from people that actually are doing the inner shift work, you will see, as what I'm saying, that that is the theme in their words, that they are coming out into the light. And these are people, the only reason they're doing that is because they're shifting big piles of negative belief systems out of their bodies and they're creating the breakthroughs that we all dream of from these breakdown experiences. So naturally, this requires a huge shift in perception from negative emotion is a bad thing to recognizing how powerfully it is a really good thing. So what I would really like you to take from this radio show and from this blog article tomorrow is to change the way you look at emotional pain. I really challenge you to turn your human egoic belief systems around 180 degrees into the evolved conscious being that you really are. Please know this. Also, this is so important in this 180 degree shift that you're going to be doing, your pain has nothing to do with the outside. It has nothing to do with the situation or the person okay? that brought this pain to you. Apparently, all they did was come into your experience manifested by you to trigger you, to show you what you need to heal within you. That's it. That's the secret to evolve living. And then you, when you understand that and you start looking within instead of without, that's when you're going to evolve because you will heal the only thing that needs healing in your life, which is your defunct belief systems. Once you do that, your life is just going to follow you easily without you actually having to do all of this enormous amount of doing and clawing and pain that you've been trying to do the other way. In fact, when we get to become conscious and we move towards higher stages of personal development, which are actually ridiculously simple, okay, we complicate everything before we get to this level. We can thank that person and that experience for showing up in our life and helping us out with what we needed to heal. That's exactly what narcissists did. Very powerfully. They showed us what we needed to heal. So as Neil Donald Walsh says in Conversations with God, and that's not a religious book if you've never read it. It's a deeply incredible spiritual book. And the messages are so powerful. They're so aligned with all of this. 
Neil Donald Walsh said, I only send you angels. All of it's for a higher purpose. So when we make our relationship with life and others all about our essential relationship with ourselves, which is the only essential relationship we ever have, because every relationship comes off that, not only do we get to heal these unhealed parts and truly experience the fulfillment of feeling wonderful, loving and fulfilled in our own skin and expansive and content and powerful and inspirational, all the good stuff, we also get to share, give and attract this energy from life as well, which means we're going to start vibrating with and attracting people like this. We're not going to play in those other egoic realms anymore. So what else is there to do with our life? So these are our choices. We stay in repeat breakdowns with no end in sight or we truly claim the breakdown breakthrough experiences which change our life from the inside out beyond description. I know in my own life that if I tried to do this in an outer way or by information only, I don't know how many lifetimes that would have taken me. Certainly wasn't going to be this one, that is for sure. However, this way is direct and it's fast and we are working with our infinite inner being. And that's where we're meant to be working. That's who we really are. So on the blog that comes out tomorrow, I'd really love to hear your comments about this article and about this radio show. And um, pass this radio show on to others. I think this is such a profound human message that we need to understand that breakdowns are breakthroughs. So that's it for me, everybody, and I hope you have a wonderful day wherever you are in the world and lots of love till next time. Bye-bye.